Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear. This is a music podcast where two music-obsessed mates have a chat about the music they've been listening to this week, as well as what is in the news. You are listening to episode 15. My name is Vivian. And my name is Maddie. So we're just going to go straight into the news. Maddie, what's our first news topic this week? First news topic I found was a bit interesting. Um, Our queen, Hannah Montana, or Miley Cyrus, (laughs) um, has been in a bit of trouble with the law in the past couple of years. So this is an article from Billboard by Chris Eggertson. So it says, Miley Cyrus receives mixed ruling in We Can't Stop copyright suit. So a federal judge has ruled that the case will move forward, but with potential damages greatly decreased. A federal judge has delivered a mixed ruling on Miley Cyrus's request to dismiss a Jamaican singer-songwriter's $300 million copyright infringement lawsuit over her 2013 single, We Can't Stop. In the original March 2018 lawsuit filed by Michael May, a.k.a. Flower Gone, I think is how you say that, um, the dancehall artist claimed that Cyrus had infringed his copyright in the 1988 song We Run Things by using its lyric, We Run Things, Things Don't Run We, repeatedly in We Can't Stop. So. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm. Whenever a case like this pops up, in the news it's always so interesting to hear like how sort of like the original artists claims that it's copyright like yeah based on that line i'm trying to think of the song it's i don't really see the like reason not reason but like it's almost like because it's almost she almost (laughs) says that exact line in the song does she yeah oh like right at the i don't I don't like know the in song the chorus, that well. yeah. Oh, she says almost something she does. completely, yeah. yeah. It's all oh. coming back to you now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> no, because I was trying to think. I remember like like the we can't stop, oh, can't, whatever. Americans. We can't stop, we're American now. <laughs> yeah, um, I just kind of forgot what the chorus actually sounded yeah. like. Oh, that's interesting. That's kind of like. Um, there was a news story a few weeks ago where um, the Rolling Stones finally said to the Verve, you know the Verve's like most popular song, Bittersweet Symphony? Oh, yes, yeah. Um, the Rolling Stones finally sort of let go of that entire thing and were like, it's fine, you guys can actually have some royalties from this. Because the, the that song, Bittersweet Symphony, takes like that um, violin part oh okay it takes from one of the rolling stones older songs it was like a cover of a rolling stone song though so it's really complicated that's weird and they never got any royalties from that song okay until recently they're like yeah it's fine never mind yeah so whenever yeah that's an interesting interesting case for sure yeah we'll have to see what how it pans out 300 million dollars can you imagine that's a lot of money god there's probably like like a drop in the pond for these people. That's true. That's very like, true. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But anyway, we'll anyway. see how Miley goes with that. Yes. Um, next news story. What have you got, Vivian? So for all you fellow Brisbaneites, I don't know if I said that right. <laughs> That'll do, I guess. <laughs> Brisbane Brisbaneites. residents. Yeah. <laughs> Those who call Brisbane home. Yes. Yes, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. 
we are getting a new music festival. So this is coming from Music Feeds, written by Alison Gallagher. And it says, Brisbane's getting a new music festival from Beyond the Valley and Origin Fields organisers. The teams behind Victoria's Beyond the Valley and Perth's Origin Fields festivals have revealed they'll be bringing some of the most, quote, most exciting dance, electronic and hip-hop acts from around the world, end quote, together for a new festival in Brisbane at the end of the year. Wildlands will have its debut on Saturday, 28th of December at Brisbane Showgrounds with Rufus DeSold, the first act announced for the bill. So they haven't announced anyone else. Okay, so Rufus DeSold is the only one that they've yes. announced so far. Yes, which is interesting. Right. So yeah, that's a new that's a new festival. Interesting that it's at the showgrounds. I Aren't guess. most of the ones that we sort of have in Brisbane at the showgrounds? I, I know, guess. I just don't like it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> we mean, don't really have anywhere else, though, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. So, mm. you know, I mean, it makes sense for it to be there. It does, I just don't like it there, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, this, I mean, given it says that it's, like, electronic and hip-hop, I'm like, eh. That they're very vastly different vastly genres. Different, but it doesn't sound like my kind of festival, which I'm a little bit yeah. sad about. Like, yeah, no, I mean, I won't be going. No, however, I mean, Rufus de Sol, I they're an amazing act. I really do think that, and it's pretty cool how um that's the headliner for a new festival as well. Yeah, they're yeah, one of the biggest like electronic groups in Australia, and they're quite successful overseas. So yeah. that's pretty cool, but yeah. I don't know if I'll go. What's interesting to me is that they're, like, bringing this... We've got, like, a new festival, Mm. even when all of this stuff about, you know, like, pill testing and all of the, like, hullabaloo around, you know, music festivals is happening. Like, Mm. we've still got a green light to have a new one and all of this stuff. It is interesting. I agree. But I think when you think about Brisbane, we don't have... I guess any uh, sort of festival that is just for Brisbane when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. Like you've got Laneway, which is like a moving, like a touring festival. Yeah. I guess that stops in Brisbane and there's a few other things, smaller things here and there. Yeah. So the fact if this ends up being something that will continue, it'll, I think, definitely sort of give Brisbane a bit of like buzz, I guess, in the yeah. music scene. Compared to other capital cities. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So we're a bit behind the we behind are. the mark in that regard. Just just a little bit. Unfortunately. <laughs> Hopefully that will change though. Yes, I hope so. Yeah. So what's the last news story, Maddie? So Figo has released a collaboration with Whitney Houston <gasps> of all people. Um, it is a remix of her unreleased Higher Love cover. So I have an article from Pitchfork written by Evan Minsker. So it says, In the early 90s, Whitney Houston covered Steve Winwood's 1986 hit single, Higher Love. It remained unreleased except as a bonus track on the Japanese edition of her 1990 album, I'm Your Baby Tonight. Now Houston's cover has received a Kygo remix. Oh, I didn't know that it was it was only available in yeah, Japan. It was weird. It was like an unreleased Thing except yeah. for that edition of that album. That's so so have you listened to it? Yes. <laughs> that was a heavy sigh. <laughs> Look, it's 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 this weird thing when I think um like DJs or like any sort of electronic producer 
remixes these kind of classic songs mm-hmm. and I feel like it's always going to be really difficult to like especially if you really enjoy the original like I, yeah, I like yeah. the original song like it's from Steve Winwood. yeah and yeah it's, it's I'm just not a fan <laughs> no I don't like it either I listened to about the first minute of it and I got sick of it real quick yeah because I think the thing that bugs me the most is that like with this song and a lot of other remixes that I've heard, they like the electronic producer side of it, they don't take into account like the chord progression no. or how the song's supposed to fit together musically mm. at all. Mm. Like they're, I don't know, they just don't even consider that side of it and it no. just doesn't sound right. Yeah, especially in this case where they sort of just where he sort of just took her voice and layered it with a lot of heavy production. It's like, I don't know, like it because it it I don't think he manipulated her voice at all. No, no, no. It so, sounds like exactly the same as it was. Yeah, would. and I think, like you said, I think that's the issue because then you need to frame the rest of the actual song like musically around that. Yeah, if you're not going to manipulate the voice, so it just sounds yeah. For me, the whole time, I, th- I thought it sounded off. Yeah, it sounds really odd. Let us know what you think, though, because yeah. I don't particularly like it, but... Neither do I. Someone else might think it's like, yeah. a good remix, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a popular yeah. song, so... Yeah, it is, like... And obviously, Whitney Houston's amazing. Amazing. Duh. Mm. Um, so, yeah, like, there's nothing wrong with the vocal side of it. It's just... Yeah, it just sounds off, and it doesn't, yeah. like, sit well with me, but... Yeah, anyway, that's my thoughts on the matter. (laughs) (laughs) On the matter. That's it. Um, So, yeah, we'll move on to our music section of the podcast now. But before we do, um, head on down to the description of the podcast and check out the playlists that we've put together on um, YouTube and Spotify of all of the tracks that we chat about this episode. So you can have a listen to those before we do talk about them and then... You won't be confused when we reference a weird riff or a vocal thing that we can't really explain or play <laughs> to you in the podcast because copyright sucks. So, um, yeah, head on down to the description, listen to those, um, and we'll move straight into Song of the Week. So I'll start with uh, Song of the Week, and this week my Song of the Week is Hurt Again by Julia Michaels. So... Julia Michaels, she's this really popular songwriter who's written a lot of songs for different pop artists, and then she started releasing her own stuff a few years back, and this song is very much, I guess, what you would expect from her. Yeah, which I was, first of all, I was shocked that you (laughs) were thinking of Julia Michaels as, like, one of your favourite songs for the week, and I I was like, where are you coming from? I know, my... my, What's going on? (laughs) My music taste is all over the place, you know this by now, (laughs) Maddie. Shocking. Anyway, so, the reason why I like this song, straight up, I've always been a fan of Julia Michaels' songwriting, I, the way she writes her songs, even for other people, I think she writes in a really sort of clever storytelling way, and for this song... Um, I also really, really love the guitar in it. It's a really, right. it's a really simplistic riff, but it is. But the reason why I like it is it's a very percussive riff that yes. really drives like the song in like a rhythmic way. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, I get what you mean. You get what I mean. <laughs> that just sounded, that sounded weird. But anyway, so, um, and yeah, when this guitar riff, every time it sort of plays, when she sings, like, on that beat, it just comes all together. It sounds yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what I also really like about this song is when it gets to the chorus and there's this, like, really cool, I don't even know what it would be called, like, a vocal, like... Yeah, I don't know how to describe <laughs> it, hey. It's... It's terrible. Just listen to the song, Yeah, I'm honestly. terrible at describing things, guys. You know this. <laughs> this I'm is sorry. a pattern. <laughs> but she does this really cool thing in the chorus, okay? That's, that's... Yeah, it's almost like a slide, but not really. It's not a slide, but that's the closest I think we could. Yeah. Maddie that's... didn't like it, so... I... No. I... <laughs> Look, there are... I have some issues with Julia Michael. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. I can't fault her on her songwriting ability, obviously. Mm. She's a fantastic songwriter. Um, but just the way that she sings kind of irks me <laughs> for some unknown, unknown reason. Um, but yeah, that weird little vocal bit at the end of the chorus. And it was so funny because when I was so excited to sh- I knew that Maddie wasn't really a big fan of Julia Michaels and when I was so excited to show her this song I like picked out that part and I was like I'm gonna tell her that this is like one of my favorite parts in the song and then I pointed it out and she's like I completely shut you she down shut I was like me down that sucks I hate it I was like <laughs> oh yeah so this part's really cool she's like yeah I don't like that <laughs> Because, because the reason it was funnier because I was actually digging the song up yeah. until that point. Yeah, yeah. She I was like, really down with this chorus. I was yeah. like, you know what? It's kind of cool. And then we got to this like R bit at yeah. the end where she like jumps up from one note to another yeah. in this sort of like um, slidey yeah. way. And yeah. I was like, you know what? That bit <laughs> sucks. And I do not like it. I wish it was removed from the song. And Vivian's like, you know what? This is my favorite part. I know. And I was like, and well cool no but that's that's the whole point you know like it's it's really interesting that i would think that that is the most like amazing part of the song and maddie's like like, no man no man (laughs) complete opposite (laughs) but yes uh so that was my uh song of the week hurt again by julia michaels maddie what's your song of the week my song of the week now if you were around um like Australian Idol, like, <laughs> like ten, ten years, years ago. ago. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> that was really weird. Um, that yeah, was not so planned, guys. Literally, no, but it was honestly, it was exactly like ten years ago. Yes, yeah. yeah. Anyway, two thousand and nine. Throw back to two thousand and nine. Um, Stan Walker, everyone. Now I don't know if anyone remembers who he is. It's been a while since we've heard it that has name. Been a while. Mm. Now I have been a fan of Stan Walker since two thousand and nine. I listen. <laughs> I listened to his introducing album um, on repeat. Yeah. For a long time, and then I sort of strayed away from his music because I didn't really. But he's released like a couple of albums since then. However, he has also just released now a new EP called Faith, Hope, Love, Mm -hmm. and this song is on it. It's called New Light, and what it is, it's basically like, it's sort of like an amalgamation of, like, gospel and pop, sort of, with, like, um, like, heavily produced bits in there as well. 
Um, See, but when you say gospel pop, that's what you said to me before you played the song. Yeah. And you can sort of imagine what that would sound like, right? Yeah. But when you played it for me, I did not... <laughs> I did not get that vibe at all. On it, like sort of like it's the... more towards the end that I'm referring to. Exactly. That. Because yes. so the song has like a shift in it. So the beginning is very sort of upbeat and like um, it's a lot like darker of a mood. Yeah, yeah. And it's very sort of like I when I listened to it, I just like saw like greys and dark. It's navy not very colors. bright. It's very in that no. Sense. It's very dark. Yeah. And. Like, towards the end of the song, it sort of, like, has this breakdown, and it's just, like, these really slow, long chords, like, these vocal um, Mm. notes, and then it's basically, like, a lot of just vocals, and it sort of reminds me in that bit of, say, like, your Hillsong type, Mm. um, like, churchy, faith-based songs. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes into this, like, uplifting bit, like, I'll stand by you type thing. And it's very, like, mm. faith-based in that way. Because um, a lot of his newer material now is sort of, has that element to it. Mm. Um, but it's not, like, it doesn't detract from the song in any way, really. No. To, like, because I love it. Mm. But, um, I don't know, I guess if you're not really into, like... But see, yeah, like, I don't listen to that kind of music, right? Yeah. And then when you did play the song for me, I I actually really enjoyed the production of it. Like, yeah, it's quite cool. I yeah. was very, it was very interesting. And it, honestly, I wasn't expecting that kind of really cool production, ma- mainly because of what I had listened of him from the past. Granted, like that was ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. So he's obviously grown and matured as an artist, but. Um, I really liked the production and there's some really cool samples in there, which mm. I was like, oh, this is actually really quite cool. And uh, I honestly, like, I enjoyed the song. Yeah. yeah. And his voice is standout. Oh yeah. It's incredible. As always. Like, yeah. incredible vocal ability he's mm. got. And that's one of the reasons that I love him so much. Like, mm. his voice is just insane. And I love how he can, like, manipulate his runs and just, like, it's mm. crazy. So he does some crazy stuff. But yeah, definitely listen to the new song. Um, it's called New Light. Um, Stan Walker. Yes. Hit him up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll move on to Under a Rock now. And so I'll go in with mine. Uh, the name of the song is called Man Down by an artist called Reese. So uh, I'd obviously never heard of Reese before mm-hmm. this. This is why it's my under a rock because I didn't know who he was. <laughs> um, he's been releasing music for a couple of years now. Um, and this song, Man Down, is very very chill, very laid back. It's... I read his, like, artist bio and he kind of labels himself as, like, an alternate R&B artist. Okay. Which you can kind of get from it. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, it's very... Um, very slow and chill. Um, a lot of produced elements in the backing track. It's not a lot of like mm. live instruments. Um, but the thing that I really like about this song is the way that he um, changes his voice. Mm. Like in the beginning, um, like the words that he sings are a lot more articulate and you can sort of understand what he's saying. And then as the mood changes in the song, he sort of like manipulates the way that he sings and he s- says the lyrics and mm. it's just really cool. Like 
a lot of it's sort of slurred together. Yeah. Kind of. And like, as much as I've complained about people who sing like that previously to this, <laughs> again, giant hypocrite alert. Um, I really like it in this song. I think it just works well with the backing and just like the whole, the general vibe of the song. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I agree. Yeah. I, I really like his voice and how he sort of manipulates his voice in this song because, you know, like you said before, <laughs> you, yeah, you tend to sort of pick up when artists like tend to sing different like, whether it actually sounds right, the way they've, like, moved their mouth and that yeah, sort of yeah. thing. But, like, like you said, I think it does work in this song. And I do really like that, that, what is that? Like, this, the marimba I don't, I don't thing. know if it's an, yeah, it sounds like, it's a, de- it's definitely a synthetic sound. Yeah, it's not, it like, is. a live, but it sounds like it w- is, like, replicating, like, a marimba. Yeah. Or, like, a vibraphone. Yeah. Or something like Which that. Which is if really you, cool. If you know what that instrument is, it's kind of like a wooden piano. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that you hit with sticks. <laughs> um, it's really cool though because it's very like that um marimbery sound, I guess, travels throughout the whole thing, and it's this very like syncopated rhythm, mm. and there's a lot of um like syncopation going on throughout the song, and um like having both that rhythm and then the rhythm of the melody mm. sort of playing off each other. It's very bouncy, um, but it's not like an upbeat song yeah like it's still got that rhythmic element to it but it's not like upbeat and mm, no. um, fast or anything like that so yeah it's a really cool song um by reese man yeah. down is the song name uh what have you got for your under a rock vivian so my under a rock this week is a little bit different um in terms of how we usually do it but uh it's a cover band so um it's without me originally sung <laughs> by the one and only <laughs> Halsey, oh my god. Wow, this... shock horror. Shock horror, yeah, so... Talking about Halsey again. <laughs> Where's the... We need, like, a counter for how many times we mention her name. Yeah, we really do. That's really embarrassing. <laughs> so, yes, um, this cover band, they're called First to Eleven. Now, they don't just do covers. They have released an EP of original stuff, but... Okay, they're... cool. Yeah, so... But they're mainly known for their covers um, on YouTube, so they release a bunch of covers and they have three volumes of like EPs just oh wow okay uh, covers so like the first one is just a bunch of pop songs but the thing what I really like about them is that they take these pop songs and they just make them into these really cool atmospheric rock songs which as you all know love the atmosphere love the rock (laughs) love the rock (laughs) so perfect combo (laughs) exactly and because you know Halsey, my queen, you know, taking Without Me, which is a very pop song. Yes, very much so. And adding, like, this, these really cool rock elements to it, I think is a really good combo. So, yeah, that's what I really like about the song, um, is the fact that they've completely taken it and just switched everything. They do this really cool breakdown where, after the chorus is sung... They do this, like, really sort of, like, long droning guitar chord, and then they stop, and then it all comes together with, like, the percussion and It's very, very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. It's, you know, hard to explain. You have to listen to it, as we always say. Mm -hmm. But what I will say, and it's not necessarily a criticism, it's more so just, I think, for me, my personal taste, is everything about the song and, like, the way they take on these songs is amazing 
Yeah, I love the band. Um, they're all really talented. The vocalist, she is amazing. She's got an incredible voice. But for me, her voice is almost too perfect. It's like in that almost sense. artificial in a sense. Yes. When you pointed this out to me, I wasn't really like, because I, I listened to the song and I was like, you know, it's like good. I just, yeah. I thought she sounded a lot like Halsey. Yeah. She sounded really, really, she's got a very similar vocal tone. Yeah, she does. But one when you pointed out how clean her sound was, mm. I was like, you know what? It, she sounds like a robot almost. Yeah. And and I don't, and that's not saying anything about her talent and anything like that. I think it's just the way that they, you know, record the songs. Yeah. And like the editing process, all of that, because each note she hits perfectly. It's spot on. It's spot on. Like and spot on pitch directly in there. Like, yeah. Exactly perfect. It's right on beat. There's no like any personality to it. And I know that she. If we heard her sing it live, it would be a different story. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Especially, like, when she gets into the chorus, that higher range, especially the, with the type of song that it is, when in when Halsey sings it, you can hear how sort of, like, desperate she is and how sad she is. And, you know, that comes through in the personality you can hear of the voice. You can hear the emotion yeah. behind it, I think. Yeah. Whereas with, with this, this vocalist... It's like, it's just... It, the notes are right, everything is perfect, but there's no emotion, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, that, and that's something that I picked up on with a few of their other songs, but I think it's a personal thing as well, like, you know. Yeah, for sure. It definitely comes down to personal taste yeah. and what you yeah. are okay and are not okay with listening to, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but they're all, like, really, really talented, and I love listening to a few of their other covers. It's really cool to hear, like, these pop songs and take in... And, like, just made it into a rock song. So, so yeah, definitely check them out. The band is called First to Eleven, and the song I talked about is Without Me, originally by Halsey. So, now we're going to go into Caught My Ear, and I'll start us off with a really weird one. <laughs> As usual. As always. The classic random <laughs> song <laughs> provided to us by Vivian. So, um, this song is called Hit Me Like That Snare. <laughs> by the band Alt-J. Honestly, I'm down with that title. It's such a cool title. <laughs> it's an awesome title. Love it. Um, but I really, really love Alt-J. They're really, really interesting, like, indie rock band. And I know when I say that, you kind of have, like, an image of them, but they're, they're definitely leaning more towards the experimental side. Very much so, yes. And they experiment with, you know, the, the way they write their songs. Like, a lot of their stuff is metaphorical. Like, they like to use interest, like... They like to sort of refer to themselves sometimes in their songs as animals, like different animals. Right. Like it's really interesting. Okay. But I have I haven't gone that far into it. That's <laughs> right. But anyway, so there's that. Um and then they, they are very experimental with their instrumentation. And that is very uh obvious in this song. <laughs> um, especially because when you hear so it starts with like they're getting into the verses. What I really like is the really awesome guitar riff that, that pretty much plays throughout the entire song. But what I'm a big fan of is um, the vocalist. He does these really weird, like, runs and screams and just, like, random shouts. Like, it's <laughs> it's hard to explain. Again, have to listen to the song. 
But what I also really like is uh, the use of, like, an organ. They they always love using organs in their songs, which mm. is really, really cool. And in this song, it's kind of in the background, but for me, it adds, like, this really weird horror element. Gotcha, because yeah. Because it's all dissonant. It's not, like, in tune at all. And when you hear it with, like, the guitar riff and everything else, it just sounds so off yeah and a little bit scary is there much of a structure to the song either though no 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 that's also i think what makes it a bit weird is because it's not like this formula verse chorus verse chorus bridge no chorus yeah like thing that we're used to hearing in like modern pop songs and rock songs and stuff no it's literally there's there's nothing it's so free in that sense and then at the end of the song there's this really slow outro where that does build up but it's just you know sort of just cuts and you hear the vocalist singing with the guitar and you're like okay cool that's a bit odd (laughs) but yeah it's a really interesting song and it's very much alt j when Mm -hmm. you when you hear this song you think okay this is the only people who could pull this off would be alt j exactly (laughs) yeah that's exactly and still have fans afterwards yeah yeah I, it's such a good song. Um, I'm a big fan of them. So, yes, that is Hit Me Like That Snare by Alt-J. <laughs> so, Manny, what is your caught my ear? My caught my ear is uh, probably going to be a bit of a shock to <laughs> you and everyone who knows me. <laughs> um, so, it's called Bad Boy by Young Bay, Baby No Money, and Billy Marky a Favor. I think that's how you say it. Yeah, I, I don't know. So so it's kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. So the backing, like, production mm. that, like, the whole song is based around sounds very much like a funk, disco mm. kind of, like, scene that you would sort of get from, like, the 70s, 80s. It's very upbeat sort yeah. of fun, funk type thing. But then um, you've got this, like rapping I guess it's like it's it's not rapping it's, it's kind of like speak singing ish yeah. kind of thing from Baby No Money um, over the whole song and it's just it's kind of very cheeky and yeah fu- like it's not meant to be taken seriously at all like one of the first lines is something to do with like I'm a bad boy and like he's got lemonade and chicken wings <laughs> Or so something. random. And it's about, like, you know, going on the dance floor and I might, like, steal your girl for the night. Like, yeah. it's kind of, it's like this play, like, fun kind of. Playful, cheeky. Yeah. Weird thing. But the backing is so cool. Yeah. Like, it's so fun to mm. listen to. It's so awesome. Like, I wouldn't have stumbled upon these artists if it weren't for my sister because mm. she listens to a lot of Baby No Money. Um, but... The producer, Young Bay, who does, like, all of the backing for it. Mm. It's so, so cool. And nothing, like, I have ever heard come out of, like, this decade. Yeah. Like, it's... Which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's so different to everything that I've sort of been listening to anyway. Mm. But... Yeah, well, when you played the song for me, I... And, again, I love that backing. It made me think of Jamiroquai, the artist Jamiroquai. Yes, that's such a good point. That's what oh I my thought. God. And it's, yeah, because I used to listen to a lot of Jamiroquai when I was younger. And when you hear, it's, 
like that disco element. You just want to dance and you just want to like so sing. Along. Cool. It's I so cool. It's so cool. And it just yeah. made me smile the first time I listened to it. I was like, this is so fun. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then this really cool, like punchy sort of um, like rapping, singing. Yeah. Type like thing it's comes very in. punchy and driving. It's not like sort of, it doesn't fall back. It very much keeps the song going the way yeah, that he. It's very, it's very rhythmic and yeah. it's not like. It's not like this really super fast, like, rapping no. flow that they've no. got. It's very, like, you can understand all of the words. Yeah. And it's kind of like a jokey, bouncy type mm. thing. Um, but, yeah, definitely fun one to chuck on to dance very to. Fun. Um, yes. Yeah, that's basic. I've, how many times have I said fun in the last two minutes? <laughs> <laughs> we need a counter for that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, honestly, check it out. Um, Young Bay is the producer. I really want to have a look at um everything else that he's done and see if yeah definitely he see does if that's more disco funk type of mm. stuff but yeah so that is my caught my ear for this episode now normally we would finish the podcast here however <gasps> we have another song recommendation Yay! alert oh my gosh <laughs> so this one is courtesy of my friend eliza mullins shout out to her um you can find all of her Instagram and other details down in the description below. So check her out. So she has recommended to us to listen to Pasadena by Young Mister. Mm. Now I have already been introduced to Young Mister by Eliza previously. Yes. And I am a huge fan. Um, it's very, the vibe of this song, I will give, I'll paint a picture for you. <laughs> so it's basically like this kind of, old school type like 60s-ish vibe mm. sort of where like it's mainly like in the way that he sort of sings and like the um the effects that his guitar has it's kind of, that's yeah. what gives me that vibe yeah but it's a song that you would put on when you're like dr- on a road trip driving down the highway it's very cool i yeah. like it a lot what do you think vivian I like it. I definitely think it's one of those songs where it's like a road trip song. Yeah. And you put it on, you're driving, and you just feel... It's just one of those really feel-good songs where you're driving. You feel kind of warm and fuzzy when you listen yeah, to it. Exactly, yeah, exactly. It's very much that kind of vibe. Um, I got, like... See, you say... When you say 60s, I can pick that up, but what I picked up was more, like, country kind of... Okay. Vibes, which is interesting because... It's, yeah, it's definitely got, like, elements of all that sort of yeah, mixed cause, in. Because his voice, for me, reminds me a lot of, like, a sort of like a country voice. Like, mm-hmm. at the same time, like, in other ways, like, it doesn't. But, yeah, that's something interesting that I picked up on. Yeah, because to me, it's it's not more like the, like, the um, melodic content. Or mm. It's more like the, like, how the song sort of is produced and how it's sort of it sounds like kind of crackly and like yeah, yeah. like it's been recorded decades ago yeah which i love i love, I that, love that like crackly like old yeah. school kind of sound that it's got to it and i don't know how that happened but yeah. it sounds we are awesome. not producers we don't know how any of that stuff works <laughs> but it sounds cool it sounds so awesome. that's all that matters and i think that adds to like I guess it does sort of play in, like, a nostalgia sort of effect. Yes. With the way, like, what the song's about and what it's talking about. and Very much so. That sort of element of warm and fuzziness. Like, mm. I think that's all. It's definitely awesome. a great song. And yes. also another one that I love is um, Carolina. Carolina is also a great song by okay. Young Mister. 
Um, so yeah, definitely check Young Mister out and check out Eliza. Thank you for the recommendation. Thanks so much, Eliza. We love you. Um, <laughs> if any of you guys want to rem- recommend a song for us to listen to and have a chat about on the podcast, get a shout out. Yes. Um, just send us a message or a comment or literally anything. Um, we'd be happy to listen to anything that you have any been song jamming to recently, even if it's like some weird experimental screamo. Yeah. Thing. Like, we'll listen send to us it. a message. Honestly, we're down. We are. Um, but yeah, just let us know what you reckon. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. That is the end, unfortunately. Um, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, Stitcher, etc., etc., uh, for all of our new episodes. Yeah, so please let us know what you think about the songs that we talked about this week. We love hearing what you guys think, whether you agree with me and think that Julia Michaels deserves the love. (laughs) Or whether you don't like it, like I don't. Yeah. (laughs) Whose team are you on? (laughs) Decide now. Yeah, so we love hearing what you guys think. Um, And you can follow us on social media at Caught My Ear Pod on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you on Monday with a new episode. See you then. Bye, guys.